0: We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now.
1: Hello, welcome to episode number 83 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been writing about games for a very long time in places like IGN, and most recently Pixelkin, and I've noticed recently I've failed to say that I'm actually a mom. I am the mom of a a four-and-a-half-year-old who just cannot wait to be five. Um, I am joined by our resident dad, Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three. Hi, Stephen.
0: Hail and well met. How are you?
1: I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, You're good? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Isaac's in England again, so, you know, that's going on. But, you know, I'm getting used to it by now. Um, But uh, we're also joined by Regina McMenemy, who is from the Geek Embassy and is a mom and is author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. Hi, Regina. Yes.
2: Hi, guys.
0: Hi. Yay Yay video games, right? Am I right? Yay video games. This is a a super depressing week, man. This (laughs) week has been terrible.
1: I have an awesome story to share. Relating to my daughter and my husband, everybody's going to love this, because okay. I, I hope you think it's as funny as we both did. So, um, I think I mentioned last week that she has been sitting in his office with him while he's been playing Final Fantasy XV. Um, and yeah. so, they there's some type of quest or mission or whatever where you have to find, like, an injured Chocobo and go help it. Yep. Steven, do you yep. recall that? Yeah. Okay, so that's the quest that they were doing. There's about, like, ten of them. Oh, okay. So they were doing one of those, and then they got to mm-hmm. you know the area where this chocobo was supposed to be. And my daughter said, okay, where the hell is this chocobo? <laughs> Her exact <laughs> words. <laughs> I said to Isaac, I'm like, I, th- I think that's a parenting win right there. <laughs> where the hell is this thing? I'm down. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, that then it actually funny. happened last week, and he didn't tell me until after we recorded. So I was like, "Man, I gotta write this down so I don't forget." <laughs> to write right. Say- I like
0: it. So like don't is...
2: forget it. Yeah.
0: And really, where the hell is this chocobo? Those quests are terrible. I stopped doing them. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's just, they're just. It's just. It felt it. We the the issue with that one is it was just like real like. Like I'm saving the world here, people. like there's an evil empire trying to destroy literally everything and summoning like the very gods from the ground i'm not gonna find a a bird okay (laughs) if nothing else i kill like every piece of wildlife that i see so like a random bird like you know we're (laughs) so it was just felt really i don't i'm i am not a scholar so i don't really know Uh. but the feeling of I'm doing this great world bending quest and I'm just going to help this dude find a a like a wounded bird just a bird <laughs> It just doesn't really feel like it makes sense within the scope of the story I am creating.
1: Right.
0: Um yeah. so I just stopped. It's also really annoying and not very They're always in weird places.
1: Oh, okay. Birds can yeah. Birds can um, take care she of themselves. Also enjoys- yeah, she also enjoys the whole camping every night thing. She's like, I want to go camping with my friends. And at one point when they were playing last week, Isaac came out of out of his office, talked to me about something. And I was sort of like, what, you left her in there? And he's like, eh, she's riding a chocobo around. She'll be fine. I'm like,
0: okay. <laughs> and she probably was. <laughs> yeah. And then, and Ignis discovered a new recipe. Just, you know. so, um, So, I have a story to tell.
1: Okay, go for it.
0: And the two of you guys are going to love this story. This is hilarious. So, um, it is Nintendo Switch related. Mm. So, um, this is being recorded on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Th- on December, or er, De- January 11th. <laughs> Don't put us back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put us back in 2016. January 12th at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nintendo is making a big announcement. We're going to talk about this later. They're going to do all the Switch announcements. So, yeah. I knew that this was occurring Um, I also know that on Friday, uh, the pre-orders for the Nintendo Switch will start at GameStop. Mm, Um, uh, So my wife, who is a keeper, has already agreed that she's going to drop me off at work. And then she's going to go wait in line and try and pre-order a Switch. Wow. Which is great. Isn't she amazing? Yeah. Um, So, um, because I am her fourth child, so (laughs) she's going to buy me my (laughs) toy. So, well, technically, technically,
2: technically, you're her first child. Yeah.
1: What'd you say first?
2: <laughs> I would say first.
0: <laughs> Either way, whether, so, um, maturity level, I might be her fourth. It's, t- it's, tough to say, <laughs> okay. really. it depends. So, um, so I, so I'm like, all right, I'm all hooked up. Right. My wife is going to get, you know, she's, I have to be at work at eight. GameStop opens at 10. Yeah. She'll get there in plenty of time. I can't imagine there would be that many people lined up before eight o'clock, eight thirty, whatever. Then I find out from the sources all over the Reddit that each GameStop is going to be getting approximately 30 for pre-orders. Mm. And then I'm like, ooh. Yeah. You figure <laughs> the employees got first, bi- first right. dibs. Right, yeah. Obvi. And then, you know, and then so, but then even still, I'm like, you know what, not a big deal. Because the worst case scenario, I just get up at 3 a.m. and go hang out in front of a Walmart the day they come out. Whatever, you know, like that's just totally reasonable that I would do that because, of course, I would. And whatever, it's fine, everything will be okay. Um, and I'll have plenty of time to try and order it on Amazon, whatever. So, you see, I have this completely rational thing in my head about this is not a big deal. I'll be able to get one of these things. Yeah. And then I went to sleep. <laughs> I woke, let me tell you, ladies, I woke up at three in the morning with literally every documentable sign of a night terror that you could possibly oh imagine God. I was I had a cold sweat my heart rate was elevated my blood pressure was high thank you Fitbit for telling me um my uh, I was I had heartburn um I was out of breath it was and I was tense and I remember that nightmare yeah, boy like I remember that nightmare and I will never forget it I literally walked into a Walmart, and they said, no, we don't have any. We're all sold out. And then I walked into a Target, and they didn't have any, and they were all sold out. And I just walked into a bunch of stores, and they told me that they didn't have a Nintendo. And that was my nightmare, guys. How stupid is that? So slowly, I, like, was unpacking all this in my head. Now, first off, I did not wake up my wife. I want to be clear. I didn't wake up my wife. But I just sat there, and, like, as I, like, unwound and kind of, like, ungrogged. Because, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, you're a little groggy. I ungrogged. And then I be and then my fear and tension was replaced with shame. Oh. Because I am a because at the end of the day I am a grown ass man. <laughs> and I had a legit nightmare that I could not find a Nintendo. You know? Um I, I and-
2: feel I feel like your fanboy status is like like beyond epic proportions at this yeah. point. Like yeah, You think? Like if it is in your subconscious to such a degree <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that it hauls you out of a deep sleep <laughs> in the middle of the night after dreaming that you can't find one. Like that's the the uh, the, the, the profound connection right. you have, yes. I, and I don't think you should feel ashamed at all. I just I think that that's I mean that's some deep love.
0: I <laughs> mean it is truly deep love, but let me be real. I'm a grown ass man and it's a Nintendo. Like they're not going to be that hard to find. I mean, the reality is I will find one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a grown ass man. I can find it. It's not impossible. Um, and that's, but man, it was, but, and then, well, and that's the other part, right? Like then it was replaced with shame. (laughs) And then I realized really how funny it was. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so good to talk about on the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> and, then it, and then I switched right into content creator. and was like, all right, how many different ways can I tell this one story? I'm going to tell it an Instagram story. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to write about it. Like, this is this is for real, you know? So anyway, It
2: deserves that. that. That kind of
0: love deserves that. My God, guys, seriously? Yes. I have not had a night terror in a very long time. Not since before <laughs> I had children. So it's been a decade. It wow. was an uncomfortable Well, that's just because you don't
2: get any sleep as a parent. Right. <laughs> Well,
0: I mean, <laughs> to, be fair,
2: enough. to
0: be fair, my kids, my kids are older. You guys will get yeah, to the I promised know. land someday, too, because um, my kids do occasionally sleep. Um, but I digress. So there's a story. I wanted to share this because okay. I thought it was so hilarious. Um, and it bordered on self-deprecation and celebration. So I thought it would be. perfect. <laughs> right.
1: I like it. Yeah, I do, too.
2: Um, and Mark, it is a good story. Right,
1: Exactly. Um, so before we get going on stuff, I just wanted to, uh, give a shout out. We got an email. Hooray. Yay! We got an email from Los. I hope that's Los and not lost Los, um, who is on the future monkeys podcast. He said that we don't get enough love and that we're awesome. I was like, well, yeah, that's so, so cool. I'm sorry, Los. I haven't listened to your podcast yet, but I will be listening to it this, this weekend. And we'll probably send you a note saying that you're awesome. So, thanks for the note, Los. We love it.
0: But but what if but what if he's not awesome?
1: He's awesome. I mean, be awesome. I'm just trying
0: to
1: He thinks oh, okay. we're awesome I mean, and then in turn means that he is awesome.
0: There is That's that just a, the is way the, it works. there's like the tra- is that the transitive theory of awesome? Yes. Like, yes, okay. I, listen. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to check, Los, if he listens to us, which I'm sure he does. Yeah. Um, he would expect me to be critical. Yes. I think he would expect me to, to overthink it a little bit, because that's right. my, I have to be, at the end of the day, I have to be on brand.
1: Yes, that and is correct.
0: And me being kind of a cynical jerk is kind of my thing. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, yeah. um Okay, let's get started then. so, Steven has nightmares about this, apparently, but we're going to talk about the Switch a little bit, as is mentioned. Oh, man, we're... I
0: love talking about the Switch. <laughs> it just scares
1: me I might not have because um... I want one
0: so bad.
1: uh we're recording this on january 11th which is a wednesday so the by the time you're listening to this the announcement about the switch will have happened but we're going to make some predictions and then you can listen and be like wow you guys are so wrong so steven's over there rubbing his hands so i think um diabolical yeah it's diabolical he's just missing the laugh that's that's all really um, so um I actually I actually don't have a ton of predictions. Here's my here's my one prediction. It's probably kind of an obvious one. Is that there's gonna be some gimmicky game that takes advantage of whatever it is that this thing does. It's gonna be something that's gimmicky uh, and probably not that good.
0: So that's you're gonna it. predict that they're gonna be Nintendo. Well done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yes. They're gonna, gonna do their thing.
0: They're yeah. gonna do some Nintendo ass <laughs> Nintendo stuff.
1: Yes. <laughs> well you know what honestly i I am so kind of disinterested in this, which is really sad to say, that I haven't even been... Because you hate Nintendo, I understand. Right, yeah. I haven't been reading up on any of this stuff. So, I mean, I watched that video that they released where I saw the thing, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of weird. Um, So anyhow, so before you get started, Stephen, though, because I know that you're going to talk a lot, Regina, do you have any predictions about the Switch? (laughs) Um.
2: I I I actually think that I'm kind of in the same camp you oh, are yeah. Nicole with right, us, I got us with, all covered. Um,
0: I got us all covered.
2: Yeah, you know, we, and I don't feel bad about that cuz we got Fanboy extraordinaire, Steven, right. to take care yes. of um the fanboying about Nintendo, which is good. And I'm actually you know, I, I actually really like Nintendo. It's probably the the console that I've invested the most money in like I have a I have a um Oh god, I can't remember what it's called. What's the a new one? Wii U. One? A Wii,
1: U. <laughs> a Wii U. Yeah,
2: the Wii U. And it, why did I think it was a Wii U? And I couldn't remember. I'm like Wii U. No, that's not right. Oh wow, that's how bad I am. <laughs> um, it snowed like a foot here today. A oh, foot of snow wow, today. Really? So I literally think like there's snow in my brain. I'm like, like I just don't really. I'm like
1: looking out my <laughs> window to see if there's snow here. I've been inside all day. No, it. <laughs> no, no. It it's raining. Last night. It's it's still
2: snowing. Actually, it's still snowing out there now. Wow. Um but yeah we had we've had like a foot of snow and like my whole day was just like thrown off because it was a snow day. Right. Um which was cool and not cool at the same time. But anyway, I digress. Um but I I feel the same way. I feel like there's there's definitely going to be some major gimmicky thing. There's going to be one game that was rushed into production that will capitalize on whatever that gimmick is and it will, you know, be a flash in the pan where it'll get a lot of attention at first and but it won't have any kind of longevity. Um, if they do re- release another Pikmin on the Switch, I can assure you that we'll buy it.
1: Yes, I'm, I'm with oh, you well, there. That's a, I'm with you there. That's a guarantee.
0: <laughs> that's a guarantee. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, by
2: the time it gets to the point where that's announced at, re- at release, then we won't probably pick it up. All right. Here's a
1: question. Because <laughs> that's the... Yeah, yeah, so here's a question I have um, for both of you, but mostly just Steven. Uh, how big of a, a part do you think a third party is going to play in this press release, this press conference?
0: Considering some of the stuff that we will probably talk about later with news regarding, like, third-party stuff um, and, like, some of the peripherals, I think there will at least be one third-party... There's going to be at least one significant third-party game Mm. announced or confirmed. Yeah. Um, I I think there's going to be a lot of indie support for this. Um, We've already seen uh, Shovel Knight has already jumped on board. So we have confirmation that Shovel Knight is coming to the Switch. So I think it's going to see a lot of indie support. Um, But somebody's going to be there. Maybe a Capcom, maybe a Ubisoft uh, to show off some stuff. The Ubisoft has always been big to support uh, Nintendo's wacky junk at the beginning. um, And then they've shied away. So I know they'll be there. Um, So I would be stunned if Ubisoft wasn't there with something. Uh, There's rumors of a Mario and Luigi RPG with rabbits in it, um, which I think would fit, strangely. Um it was, so I yeah. it would, actually, because Rabbids are, it, it, it kind of fits. Um, and it would not stun me to hear them say, and by the, like, if they came out and were like, hey, let's announce the new Assassin's Creed coming out this later this year, and by the way, Assassin's Creed Egypt coming to the Switch, bam.
1: That yeah. would be kind of rad.
0: Yeah, Um, so because one of the things they announced, uh, well, it wasn't announced, but it was confirmed um, as correct moderator confirmed uh, from Reddit is uh, screenshots of a bunch of peripherals. uh, And one of them is a fight stick, like an arcade fight stick. Um, And as I was saying before we record, you do not use a fight stick to play Smash. Um, And I don't know why anybody would build a fight stick if there wasn't a fighting game. Now, we know Street Fighter V is PS4 and PC exclusive for the life of the game. There is, however, one game that we know is multi-platform, and that is Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I would not be stunned if Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is going to make the jump to the Switch. Um, Injustice 2 is another game that makes sense um, mm. and could use a fight stick. Uh, either way, we know the fight stick is coming out in March, mm. um, which is when the NX is supposed to come up. So I, I am there's going to be a fighting game. Stephen,
1: it's called the Switch now. It's called the Switch. Did now. I say NX? Yes, you said NX.
0: I'm having a rough day, okay? It's the Switch. <laughs> um whatever. Whatever. Everybody that know everybody that wants one of these things knows what I'm talking about. So, um So yeah, I absolutely think there's gonna be a third party. I think there will be a third party there. Um I think Capcom, maybe I would be stunned if Ubisoft was not there in some way.
1: Mm. Okay. Okay, cool. Maybe EA? Maybe.
0: But but I—I I mean, they're gonna try and get the Maddens and stuff on there, so right, yeah. You know, even if it's just a oh, by the way, we got Madden, or more right. appropriately for the world audience, oh, we got FIFA.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 I'm just—that's the so, part that I'm really curious about because you know, that third parties have been a huge issue for Nintendo like since mm-hmm. forever. <laughs> so.
0: Well, third-party support was great for the Wii. The games were bad, oh, but yeah. the third-party support for the Wii <laughs> okay. was amazing. All right. The games okay, were bad, <laughs> but they supported it because they had to because there were 120 million Wii U's. Right. You you couldn't ignore that install base. The games were terrible, but that's that's more the fault of the hardware. Mm. I mean, if the Wii U sold 120 million copies, um, you know, it'd be a very, you know, we would have yeah. seen third parties there and it would have been fine. Um, so that was the hardware's issue. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, to answer your question, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a third, the third party support and that was early, was there early on, on the Wii U as well. Mm. I mean, they had the zombie U game from Ubisoft. We had mm-hmm. a bunch of ports um, there were a bunch of games that were planned to be released. The issue is that the, the sales for the Wii U were so garbage right out the gate that everybody canceled all their plans. So, but there was support initially. I would suspect that Nintendo is saying the right things to try and get people on board with this thing. Mm. Yes. And we saw it at the launch trailer. I mean, NBA 2K and Skyrim were there. Those are big gets.
1: Yes. I'm still, I don't know, I'm still kind of a little in disbelief about Skyrim and whether that is actually going to happen. But anyhow. That's just me and my apparently Nintendo hate skepticism.
0: Yeah, there's Um, a little bit of Nintendo hate.
1: Did you have anything else you wanted to say about the Switch?
0: Well, I mean, I thought maybe you would want me to make my predictions.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: So um, we did this thing on my other podcast, Engage, a family gaming podcast, where we actually did uh, three things. Um, Four things specifically, release date, price, uh, launch title, and our unicorn. Okay. Um mm. the unicorn is the thing we wish would happen even if it wouldn't necessarily happen. So this is my so my release date that I predicted was the last Sunday in March mm. which is da, da, da. Let me get out my calendar here. I predicted that it will be the last Sunday in March which is the 26th uh, so I believe it will come out March 26th, that's the last Sunday, I believe that it will cost $249.99, um, there will be a deluxe edition that has a pack in or whatever that'll push it up to 300 but I think you're going to be able to get a copy of this thing for 250 bucks um, out the gate, um, and, um, the launch lineup, um, I believe that there will be a, uh, we know Legend of Zelda, um, but I I believe rather strongly that there will be a new 3D, like Mario 64 style Super Mario Brothers game that is going to be coming out around the uh, in the launch window. Mm-hmm. Um, and my unicorn is those jerks better give me a Metroid game or I'm <laughs> going to be very very sad. Yeah. Um, my That'd wife's awesome. my wife's unicorn for uh for sake of expressing it because i'm throwing this out into the ether because i would like it to happen is she was hoping the kingdom hearts 3 would be announced as port being ported Mm. to the switch because she thinks she would like to play that on the go or more appropriately while sitting in bed that's really what the (laughs) switch is for her the switch is the ability to play video games at night in bed
1: yeah yeah it would be cool if there's i can respect that There's a, a new mario it's like one of the things that um the Isaac was sort of like why he held off on the Wii U for so long and we only just got one just, you know, because we have to have every game console Is he wanted, a new like legit 3D Mario entry, like a like a Sunshine or a Galaxy. And, you know, they didn't do it. So, hopefully they will do that this time around. So,
0: um the people who made Super Mario 3D World, uh-huh. Um which came out 2 years ago, yeah. We have no idea what they're doing.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And how long do you think it typically takes to develop a full 3D Mario game?
1: Yeah, probably about that time. Well, I mean that about would... about two years. Yeah, that would so... um that would completely change the game as far as Isaac and I are on the on this console. Like if that's coming too, then it becomes absolutely you know especially if it's launch, then it would probably become a more of a day one purchase for us too if they pull that out as well. So.
0: I, I think from everything that I've heard, um, I think that it is very possible that they are going, I mean, they know that this is their last shot. This is Mm -hmm. their last piece of hardware. If this doesn't succeed, it doesn't need to sell a hundred billion units to succeed, Mm -hmm. but, um, this is their last shot. And I think they're making all the right moves and saying all the right Mm -hmm. things. If they are, they, and they know people get excited when they pull out the stops and they have the ip it is not un- inconceivable for them to say we're putting out a mario game, a pokemon game, a legend of zelda game, a donkey kong game, a kirby game, they can just and and, and a metroid game and say we're going to do this all and we're going to port all the best wii u games over to this and we're going to do it within the first year. So by holiday you can just whatever. They can yeah. do it. They have the number they have the first and second party studios to do it there are plenty of independent studios that would gladly do contract work. I mean, if you work for an independent studio and they were like, Hey, um, you want to, you want to, you want to make a Metroid game? How about it? (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) you want to make a Metroid game? Like if they did that, who wouldn't have done that? You know, like, yeah, it's contract work, but like, whatever, (laughs) you know, they have the ability to do some stuff, um, and put these games out. I can't, it just feels like they're going to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I worked at an indie dev uh, when I worked at uh, Backbone Entertainment. And Isaac was working there at the same time. If someone had come to them from Nintendo and be like, you want to make X, they would have been tripping all over themselves. I mean, they yep. were thrilled to be yeah. able to make um, the port of Rock Band uh, 2, Rock Band 2, or Rock Band 3. They did. They made the port for the Wii, and they worked so well together with Harmonix that they ended up doing Dance Central 3 all themselves with little input from harmonics so so yeah, yeah so if something nintendo why has it come that way yeah you're totally right although there's not that many kind of uh contract for higher ish indie game studios anymore lots of them are kind of like really small we want to do our own thing um studios so so
0: yeah reasonable yeah, but it doesn't take that many. It That's takes true. one, maybe two, to like help them port some games over, or you know, help finish yeah. a thing so that they meet a deadline. I mean, somebody they, they they the resources are out there that if Nintendo wanted to just say we're gonna put out a lot of games, yeah, right now, um, they could do it. It's a huge project management exercise, and it's one that they wouldn't have had to do for a while. But you know mm-hmm. what? Shut up, guys. Make your games. <laughs> All right.
1: Exactly. just shut up and just shut up and put
0: games on this stupid thing um i'm buying one day one assuming i can get one
1: yes <laughs> and i'm getting a
0: sweat just thinking about it i know just getting I a just sweat.
1: Say, we hope that your nightmare does not come true um so yeah as mentioned we're recording this on the 11th you will know exactly what happens at that switch press conference by the time you listen to this so next week we we will discover how wrong we all are and we can talk about that or maybe we'll be right maybe we'll be right on some things you never know
0: um, oh I'm going to be right on just about everything
1: okay Stephen would you like <laughs> to no, bet on that
0: no <laughs> no I, I don't bet with you because you are an evil human being I well, might I, Regina because I, she's nice I will point out oh.
1: that the bet that you lost was actually in relation to this very console
0: I know so I'm not messing around but Regina, Regina's nice <laughs> and I call her the good doctor so she's like extra nice to me. So,
2: this is true. <laughs> I will I, never argue with that title. <laughs> I like I like
0: actually use the title that she spent a lot of money and many hours on. So, I did. So, you know. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. But no, I will not make a bet on that, but the the, the my my guesses are largely vetted by Reddit. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All I'm feeling right. pretty comfortable. Okay. All right. So that's the Switch. Let's move on now. There is a new trailer release for Horizon Zero Dawn, and it is amazing. There's oh not really any God. gameplay in it, but it tells you a lot of the story.
0: <laughs> I don't give a story. shit about that. I don't yeah. give a shit about the <laughs> gameplay. Just just show me that. Just show me yeah. more of that. I want that all the time. I want 50 hours of that. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, it looks amazing. Um, the main character, I forget what her name is because I haven't been paying Aloy. attention. Aloy.
0: A-Loy. Aloy. Her name is Aloy.
1: Very much Lara ish, I have to say. Like yeah. personality wise, Agreed. all that kind of stuff. That makes me very happy because I love me some Lara. So, uh, yeah, so that looks cool to me. It, it's coming out the end of February if you haven't been paying attention. Yeah. PS4 yeah. exclusive, we... obviously. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah. Lucky, Steven, you've got a PS4 now. So you'll actually be Thank able you, to play. Thank you, Santa. It. You'll actually be able to play. Thank you, Santa. Santa
0: took care of me. <laughs> 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 I get to play it. I may or may not have dropped ten dollars to pre-order it.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. So if you're interested in that game, it's it. The trailer's on YouTube. It's on all the gaming sites. Dude. You can find it anywhere you want. Dude, yeah, so. just Everybody's watch it. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Oh my yep. lord. Um, Let me
0: just be real. Can I be? Can I be real for a second?
1: I guess yes. Um.
0: <laughs> wow. I guess I'm gonna be real for a second. How about oh, that? Okay. Um, <laughs> this could be. The biggest game of the year, and it's February.
1: Could be, it could be. I will give you that, that. game is
0: going to move some units. It is. Um, I mean, it it could. Uh, there's no way it's going to bomb. Yeah. Uh, but it could be one of the biggest games of the year. Um, I would put it up against Mass Effect Andromeda mm. right now. Um, and it really just comes down to the fact that I don't. We don't know anything about Mass Effect Andromeda. You yeah. Know? Like we know yeah. it's Mass Effect, but we don't really know anything else. They've been really good about keeping it under wraps. Yeah. I think. This game we know just enough to get the excitement out there. Um this could be the biggest game of the year. Um I cannot I literally I am shaking thinking about that game. Um the the good news is at least I know I can get that one. You know, I'm worried <laughs> about the switch, but yeah. I know I'll be able to get my hands on Horizon. That game is just so sick.
2: Yeah. So it's not going to wake you up in the middle of the night with a no. night terror.
0: I mean, maybe after <laughs> okay. I play it cuz some of those robot dinosaurs I know are I was going to say. Out, they
2: look but... pretty yeah. They look pretty fierce.
0: Yes. But the, here's my concern. Are either of you guys worried now that we have seen too much?
1: Nah. I'm not the kind of person who gets the, like, oh, I've seen too much from a trailer or whatever, like, even for movies. It's just, like, Isaac never wants to see a trailer for anything, like, at all. And he, like, actively makes sure that he does not see these. Although it was really hard for him uh, with Rogue One being friends with Gary Whitta to not run into <laughs> <laughs> all the spoilers <laughs> on facebook um <laughs> so yeah uh, uh but yeah no he actively won't but i'm completely the opposite i i don't mind at all trailers get me well, excited I think so
2: i i'm a little bit like that like i like i like a, i like to see some trailers but i don't want to overdo uh-huh. it and i don't like to overanalyze and i don't like to re- especially for movies because i feel like it takes too much away for it from it for me but because this didn't focus on gameplay I don't feel like it really took anything away from the game itself. It really gave a taste of what the story was going to be like, what the bad guys were going to be like, what you're going to face, and who your main character was. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of the sweet spot for a game trailer. You want to get in that where you don't give too much of how the game is going to work, but what it's going to be right. about. And so I think that's that's a fine balance we don't always see kind of play out.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I don't think it gave too much away as far as the story goes Mm-mm. either. So, um yeah. no. No. But yeah, February, end of February, is actually going to be a pretty busy month. Um, uh, Night in the Woods, Night in the Woods, was just this hilarious little indie game is coming out end of February. It uh, looks super. It cute. is. I played part of it at PAX. It is so funny. Oh my god, it's so funny. So you play a cat who is a college dropout who goes back to her 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 hometown. And just like, you know, it's kind of you think like, oh, those people from my hometown who never got out of my hometown, you know, it's that <laughs> kind of thing going on. And it's, it's just hilarious. I cannot wait to play the whole thing. So that's coming in February as well. And full disclaimer, my husband works for 343 Industries, which is a division of Microsoft that works on Halo. He specifically is working on Halo Wars 2. And that's coming in February too. Sorry, couldn't leave it off. It's a big game. Uh, it's a big game. Yeah. I cannot leave that off the list. So, yeah. So yes. Yeah, that's good. I, I will go I'm back.
0: am pretty excited about it. Yeah,
1: I will go back to yeah. my unbiased self here now. Well, not <laughs> well, completely unbiased. No,
2: none of us ever go back to um, our
0: completely unbiased self. We're not journalists right now. <laughs> right. We don't yes. have to be unbiased. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes, you're right. I don't want to just, just show is all about opinions.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Advertising my husband's game. But there is an, I, I know this is, this is freeing for me that I don't work for Pixelkin anymore. Uh, there is gonna be an open beta of the new mode uh, called Blitz mode, which is a combination of the, the traditional RTS along with uh, card game strategy, which is pretty cool. So you should check it out. Open beta starts on the 30th, I believe. And that is all I, I will stop promoting <laughs> Halo Wars 2 now. Uh, and we'll go into some sad news, actually. Scalebound has been canceled. Which was kind of a meh. bummer. I, admit oh, I was meh. really looking forward to riding some dragons. Let what? me just say that you were was, gonna,
0: you were gonna play that, you were gonna play that game.
1: It has dragons in it, and you got to ride them. That, that but it's a JRPG.
0: Uh, it was legit a JRPG. You were gonna let that go
1: for dragons? Yes. Good. How dragons. many
0: hours were you cool thinking dragons. you were gonna play?
1: I don't know. How many if hours
0: it, do you think you were gonna play? Maybe. Two.
1: Can't predict I that. I can't predict that. No, it depends on how cool it was. I don't typically like JRPG, JRPGs, but I'm not against the fact that I will ever like one. It just has to be the correct one.
0: That's all. Oh, all right. <laughs> they haven't They haven't made the correct JRPG yet. I don't think they're going to. Um, or she
2: hasn't found it. Yeah. it Maybe I haven't found
1: there. it. Yeah, there you go.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's giving that look like um, mm-hmm. the doctor's um, defending no, let me just you. Be real. I mean
0: <laughs> if, if they if this game was near completion because it was scheduled to come out last year and they originally said they pushed it because they didn't want to get buried in the holiday season if it was right. this close to release and they cancelled it that game was a hot mess
1: yes yes I'm not saying that like I don't know. oh this game shouldn't have been cancelled or whatever I'm just saying dragons I love dragons which is another That's funny fair. anecdote is that Anna popped up with that randomly at one day. She's like, so mommy, you like dragons. And I just laughed at her. I I couldn't help but laugh at her. Like, really? What's your first clue? I've got two two dragon tattoos. I've got a book all about dragons that is fiction, but is made out to be real, the dragonology book. And uh, there are dragons everywhere, honey. What gave you the first clue that I like
2: dragons?
1: (laughs) Uh, Anyhow. <laughs>
0: well it's good that she's observant and is able right. to pick details from her uh environment
2: yeah
0: um scale you make b-
2: meaning from that yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> here's my real concern um platinum games so um i think I think they're I think they're gonna die right yeah. like so Platinum Games means this is sad to me because Platinum Games means something, right? Like when I think Platinum Games, I think like Bayonetta, I think like wacky action games, I think crazy stuff. Um, But recently, they put out some licensed trash. I mean, I loved me the Transformers Devastation, but like be real, let's be real—that was a stupid game. I just liked it because I like robots. (laughs) Um, And then the TMNT game, which wasn't terribly great the Legend of Korra game that was downright awful. Um, And then, so their last hope, I guess, is Near Automata. Mm. And that is a sequel to a game that probably didn't need a sequel. And, you know, like, I'm just really nervous for them. And that really stinks because they're so, I mean, they're talented and they have a very distinct style. It's just, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, Yeah, this is kind of a, A red flag, having a really big game go away, sort of, at the last minute, so to speak. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, Other news here. Sims 4 is getting an expansion pack that gives them vampires. Which, like, I I put this in my email. My wrap-up, my my email. My commentary. My commentary (laughs) goes into my email that I sent to Steven and Regina about what we're going to be talking about. And that is like, hey, they only have five more expansions to go until they get to the full functionality of The Sims 3, and that is completely <laughs> true. And I, I am, I, I'm kind of biased here too, but I worked um, for the official Sims magazine for its very short life, and part of that, I was editor in chief of. I love The Sims 3, but as a little perk to working for that magazine, I had every single expansion for The Sims 3. Like that thing by the time, by the by the end, by the last expansion. There was so much content there. It was just like and then you get to the Sims Wait. 4 and it's stripped all the way down. I'm like there's no way I can do this. This is just
0: Wait, so just bear with me a second. Okay. I'm I'm hung up on something. There was a Sims magazine?
1: Yes. yes. Digital online. <laughs> That's not surprising. Digital online. <laughs> Steven, I uh, This if, was <laughs> If you this, go to I I just
0: Sorry. Yeah, if you, okay. If you go Show, to my, tell me where to go.
1: You can if you go to my personal website and click on the gaming journalism section. You'll find some stories I wrote for uh, for Sims Magazine. Yeah, it was a fun magazine, and it was like it was digital, but it was put together like a print magazine. So it had like two full graphic designers working on it. It was you know it was the real deal. It's just EA. Um, I don't know how much I should say. Let's just say EA was difficult to work with. I will leave it at that. <laughs> oh. But yes, there was a Sims magazine. And uh yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed working on it while it was going Oh
0: there uh, spoilers for your website, the links are all dead. Oh they are to the Sims magazine.
1: Yeah. I should probably, I guess, check that out. But no, there was. There was. I believe me, please. Most people would <laughs> I don't know why I I I'm saying you. that. Um
0: I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> believe me, please. No, I believe you. I just, you know,
1: yeah, it's okay. fine. But thanks for bringing that. I up. believe I'll... you. I'll have to make what? changes my site. I'm just telling you, so
0: you. I'm telling you so you can fix your site. I mean, how I, was know. You, tra- I mean, you could. <laughs> I'm trying to be helpful. Um, so like, and so I just am. Stu- I am stunned that The Sims had like a fanzine. It's yeah. weird. That's fine. That sounds great. I'm excited for yeah. you, you that you got to work on such a fantastic project. But yeah. <laughs> it still surprises me that it existed. I mean, yeah. I have never got into The Sims, so I didn't quite realize, like, how it, it's it, – I occasionally I stumble into the world of how big Sims is, like, of mm-hmm. as a thing.
1: Yeah.
0: And, it, and, and then I'm like, oh, it was a thing.
1: Yeah. It's a phenomenon. Yeah. So by the time we had actually started the magazine, they were like at least halfway through their expansions. And then at that point, there was just so much content in there that it was helpful for us to sort of go in and sort of like make suggestions and narrow things down. Like we did this, there was a a section at the end of the magazine that we did where like one of our, uh, the girls who wrote for us, she was actually an architecture major, built build a house or did a garden or whatever with the assets that were available from each expansion. And we went through and said, this is what she used. This is what expansion it came from and all that kind of stuff. And I never heard anything, but I like to think that that was helpful for some people. But, you know.
0: I thought this was, I'm, I think this is all fascinating. <laughs> it is so fascinating to me. But, th- but then again, it shouldn't surprise me because the reality yeah. is Sims was as big, it's honestly just about as big as World of Warcraft. It's just that Mm -hmm. it wasn't all – the numbers weren't all stacked together. I mean, there were millions upon millions of people playing this game. Um, Mm -hmm. The difference is World of Warcraft was way more social. Everybody was all together. Yeah. um, And you could get those impressive player numbers. And World of Warcraft still has fan magazines and and stuff like that. So I'm – I guess I'm just being kind of like – ethnocentric is not the right word but it kind of is the right word when you're talking yeah. about like wow players versus sims players right like yeah, it's a different yeah. culture uh, yeah, but like we're sure. similar; can be, they could be compared
2: can you be franchise centric
0: I, I guess think so a fran-
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I think yeah so. because you yeah. just don't understand how big or how important right. and impactful the other ones are
2: yeah you don't um, look outside your sphere like here yeah. i mean that's kind of you know a- big problem right now <laughs> people only looking in their sphere of influence yes. so yeah
1: um
2: you know that could be part of it you just don't recognize and it's also part where you can miss an entire phenomenon of a game because you are into world of warcraft or you're into something else yeah I actually had someone in my dissertation study say that that um like i asked how would you define a gamer that was one of the questions uh-huh. that i asked and in her definition was, like, a commitment to a specific franchise or game. Like, mm. you had to have, like, your line that was, like, your game that you were into. And I always thought that was kind of funny, because I never would have gone down that road right, and yeah. said, you have to have this. But that was, like, in her ideology was you have to be committed to, like, one. And it, it couldn't even be, like, a genre. It had to be, like, one game franchise. It had, had to be your like franchise.
1: I mean, I
0: guess that's yeah. reasonable.
1: I
2: guess but, I, I, I wouldn't have been
1: able to narrow it down. There are two.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's how I was too. I, like I couldn't pick one that I just kind of fit to. Yeah. But especially at this point, but yeah. So I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, that. How many years ago was that?
2: Five, five, six, six. I think seven years ago.
0: I mean, depending on when that was in that person's like experience with games, right? Like that may be if because I think in general. Even five or six years ago, I might have been because I'm playing. I, I'm more. My gaming tastes are more broad now than they ever were.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: So, and I think that's actually becoming more common because there are so many good games, There's
2: so many offerings. Right? Yeah. There's just yeah. so
0: much stuff, but I mean, I, I mean, I'm a Final Fantasy guy, right? Like I've always been. Like, a, like, oh, yeah. what's your What's your favorite games? Well, Final Fantasy.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Um,
0: whereas now it's like, you know, I kind of like Battlefield one an awful lot and I'm definitely going to play the next NBA game that comes out. And like, you know, whoa! I can't wait until I can get FIFA, I'm, you know, like, yeah, I would have thought that I was ever going to be like, man, I can't wait for a FIFA game to hit the vault, you know, like <laughs> right. that. But but I mean, so it's I think that that could be it. I think gaming is changing now in that there are a lot of people just there's just so much good stuff that you can't really be a part of the conversation if you want to be a gamer and focus on one thing because right. then you'd miss so much cool stuff. I mean, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so the nominees for the uh, Independent Games Festival, which also takes place at GDC, we talked about the developer choice awards last week, but this is all indie games. Can I just say, thank God, Event Zero is finally seeing some love from people. It's the most underrated game of the year, I would have to say. Because it's my favorite. It was my favorite. This, this Under- is,
0: underrated?
1: It is completely underrated That's... by everybody except for me. Um, <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> Everyone I love it. Everyone else wrong. Everyone yeah. else wrong.
1: All right, no, Everyone no. Everyone else wrong. David uh, David Jagnow, who used to do writing for Pixelkin and is now working for Upload VR, agrees with me that Event Zero was a very, very good game. I don't think it was his game of the year, but he agrees with me that it was very good. So I'd, all of these um, nominees. I agree with you. Okay, you because I you. believe you. Okay. <laughs> I trust you. You haven't played it. Okay. Uh, I trust you
0: hundred percent.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so yeah, we've uh, Eric's got a story up on Pixelkin with all of these nominees. So uh, Game of the Year ones, or it's called the Grand Prize ones. Um, Inside Stardew Valley, Quadrilateral Cowboy, Event Zero, Hyperlight Drifter, and Overcooked. So that gives you an idea of sort of those the big some, ones. Um,
0: those are some real good nominees. That is a stacked category.
1: There were lots of such great indie ones this year. Like uh, and the 1979, Revolution is in there for narrative. Um, as is Orwell, as is Event Zero. Uh, yeah, there were just so many good indie games this year. It was like I was talking to my husband, and I'm like, I think this is the only year ever that I have liked playing uh, indie games more than the AAA big release games. Than the AAA. Yeah. Hmm. It's um, it's just it's it's interesting because the AAA stuff is so derivative now, and it's like you don't get to see anything
2: like, producing the same thing, a different skin on the same yeah, game. Yeah, over and, and over even again. gameplay and everything. Yeah. The one I felt that way for the years. The
1: reason why I liked Event Zero so much was because of this gameplay notion where you talk to this computer without giving any direction of how you're supposed to talk to him. You ask questions, you say things, and it ju- the way that it responded was so um, relevant and original. Like, there was very little repeat anywhere. Like, the only place you actually got repeat was for, like, a very specific thing that you had to do in the game in order to progress. But the rest of it was just, it was just amazing. I just... I cannot say enough good about that game. I think I babble a lot about it on a few di- <laughs> a few different episodes. Um, but, yeah, so the Indie Games uh, Festival happens during the Game Developers Conference, which is March 1st through the 3rd. This year it's always in San Francisco. And then the Game Developer Choice Awards will be happening that, during that time, too, which we talked about last week. Um, Steam's, this, this place called Get Hip, Get Hype, it's probably Get Hype, uh, released the most played. Definitely um, get hype. Okay, thanks, Stephen. Um, <laughs> they released the list of the most played games on on Steam. So you know, Steam releases like, oh, we've had so many most purchased, most purchased, most consecutive, mm-hmm. you know, kind of things. So um, so let's see, this list is not hourly. Yeah, is not really um, that hard to predict. Dota two is number one. Counter Strike Global Offense. No Man's Sky. XCOM two and Dark Souls three. Yeah. Poor nuance guy. They peaked <laughs> they peaked so high and then Yeah. They did
2: and crashed so hard. Yeah. And so I hard. I still
1: want I haven't had a chance to do it yet, but I downloaded the update. I wanted to go back in and play it again. I just haven't had a chance to do it yet. Um now that they've got all the features that were promised in the first place in there. So mm-hmm. um
0: And it's still gonna grow. That game's gonna be so different yeah. in a few years.
1: Yeah yeah i totally agree um then we've got a couple non-game related but still pop culture related news so um the villain in the wonder woman movie has been revealed if you don't want to hear who that is like plug your ears for the next two minutes or whatever and it's Ares, (laughs) uh which is an ongoing villain all the way through wonder woman like i read yeah i read um in the beginning yeah some of the original ones Ares was the was the villain but what I'm curious about and they still haven't revealed is who that woman in that cracked mask is. So if you paid attention there's a woman with like a almost like phantom of the opera-ish style mask on the bottom of her uh face and still don't know who that is yet. So that's interesting. That's that's actually who I'm more curious about because it's like the World War 1 general guy obviously he was the bad guy. <laughs> There was there was no question there. But this woman, I'm like, who is that? I've been doing research online and everything and still can't figure it out. But um so I guess I'll have to wait for that one. That would hmm. probably be repeating. it
2: would be okay.
0: Yeah. So so here's my question for the okay. two of you. Can you think of a movie that has had more pressure to be good no. than Wonder Woman?
2: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Nothing that's had the weight put on it that this movie I mean has so much writing on it yeah. for so many different fandoms for so many different reasons. Yeah. But you know, the, the responsibility on a Wonder Woman movie is Yeah.
1: Well it's pretty I epic. Think, it's pretty high. Yeah. I mean I hope it's gonna be good. It looks good. I love the trailers. But I think the bigger thing here is the whole D C film stuff that's going on.
2: Problem is yeah.
1: uh, if this if Wonder Woman tanks, then I think they're they're done
2: they're gonna be done yeah, yeah i agree so. because i they have so much writing on this to have some sort of cohesion between their their characters and yeah she's such a loved icon i mean she goes beyond being a superhero in terms of having like icon status yeah. which not all the dc characters really have right. because she has been separate from her comics like from her story she's separate from her story she's an icon in and of herself and that will continue no matter what happens with this movie like she's never not going to be wonder woman but this will either pull them up out of this miasma that is right. their mess <laughs> yeah. of really bad story planning yeah. and bad character development <laughs> and um, bad plots and bad. I mean, it's just like everything that could go wrong yeah. with a creating story has gone wrong for DC with their yes. movie <laughs> approaches. Yeah. And you know, not to pit, you know, the franchises against each other, but they really do need to take a page from Marvel who has Produced some great marvels, like, early with the way they've kind of, you know, created their, constructed their stories and constructed their universe. There's much more attention to detail put forth. Yeah. And so,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: maybe Star Wars. Star Wars had a lot of, you know, a lot to live up to um, with this, uh, with episode um,
1: seven. Yeah, that's um, what I would I would say that there was. That would be, like, the only thing. Yeah, closed. there was more weight on that, I think, than there is on Wonder Woman. I would have to say really? there has to be more weight on that. Yes, Steven, you do not understand. Steven, new fan to Star Wars, you do not understand the Star Wars, Steven. I'll just say that. You
0: do not understand. Yeah, I I may not understand Star Wars, but I think I understand the weight of, like, the entire feminist movement relying on this movie to, like, pull, like, female representation Like, from the background to the forefront. Like, I I, I don't know. Like, I part of me is like, I know, go figure, me be the one to bring that up. But, like, I think, (laughs) right? But, like, part of me is, like, looking at this movie being like, this looks like it's, at the very worst, going to be a serviceable action movie with a really charismatic star who I think is Mm going to blow up. Because she freaking is, she's really talented. We've seen her before, so we know she can act. She looks like literally Wonder Woman. Right? Like. Right, she looks like freaking Wonder Woman, which is terrifying to behold, right? (laughs) And then, and I mean that in, like, the nicest way possible, right? Like, Wonder Woman, like, in real life is a terrifying, like, you know, like, this this perfect Amazonian, I'm gonna kill you, but, like... (laughs) but easily the most beautiful person on the planet look, right? It's freaking yeah. Wonder Woman. It's scary. <laughs> I can't even. And so it looks like it's going to be great. And I love the, the, the camera, like the lighting effects and the, the way they're filming it all. It looks mm-hmm. great, but it just feels like it's 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 got... Not only is it women representation in film and in superhero movies, but it also has to save the Justice League. Right. Yeah. Because... If yeah, exactly. it doesn't yeah. and if it doesn't do both of those things, it's a failure. Yeah. And and really yeah. if it was just by itself, it would be like, "Well, it's fine. It's just good." Right? Right? But yeah. it's got to save both women and this garbage ass Justice League nonsense which they're doing, which is come on. Like they set her up with Batman versus Superman, which is arguably one of the worst films made in the last <laughs> handful so of years. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Like, just so bad. I just, I'm just, and and well, it's... maybe,
2: and maybe, maybe that's good though. Like, maybe it's good <laughs> that it's all been so terrible up until this point. Like, yes. maybe that's gonna help.
0: Yeah, maybe yeah. it
2: is. Like, you know, maybe that's like, you know, you talk about not watching trailers or not having high expectations. Like, maybe that's good. You can go in with a little bit more measured of an experience because you know it's coming out of such drivel. Right. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> but then, it, but then, but know. then the other issue is it's coming out in a year when. It's coming out the year Marvel puts out three superhero movies for the first time, and they're going to be home runs because it's Spider-Man, which if they just take the bit that he was in in the Civil War and just make it an hour and a half long, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Just do that for an hour and a half I'm in. And and it's weird that I'm old enough that I think Aunt May is hot. Like, that's the weird part (laughs) of my life. Like, now I'm like, I am officially old, and now it, it doesn't hurt that they made Aunt May younger. But still, that, that's
2: like when you cross from um, uh, uh, lusting after Legolas and lusting after Aragorn instead, right? It's Those a different. It's two. a different
0: thing. It's it's really weird for me because I came out of that trailer being like, "Oh my god!" That first off, I forgot that that was Marissa Tomei, and I was like, "I can't be attracted to Aunt May and not Mary Jane, right?" And then, nope, totally am, totally am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that just means that I grew up. And so it's Spider Man and Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which is basically a guaranteed home run, and Planet Hulk. Yes. I don't care what else is happening with the rest of the Thor movie. It's Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk? What? And so forget about it. I mean, and then they're going to just be like, hey, check it out. And we got this Wonder Woman thing going on over here. And I'm excited about that too. But man, am I nervous. And I'm not nervous for the movie, I'm just nervous for everything else, you know? Like, I think the movie's going to be fine. I don't feel nearly as scared about that movie being potentially not good as I was about Batman and Superman, which looked like a train wreck from the minute that it started. Like, literally the minute it started, I was like, yeah. that is going to be a hot mess. Whereas Wonder Woman, I'm like, no, that, that, she is literally Wonder Woman, so just have her do Wonder Woman-y things.
1: Yeah. yeah, and Just be uh, careful
0: with the invisible plane. Just be careful <laughs> with that. Because that could look knows. a little dumb.
1: I don't think that that's actually in it. At least it hasn't been any indication that it's in it. But also yeah. um
0: let her I just fly a name, real plane.
1: But the guy who's playing Steve Trevor, he's Captain Kirk in the new uh, Star Trek stuff. He's yeah, really good. He's like whoever he is. yeah, he's like a perfect Steve Trevor too. So so it's got yeah. that going for it as well. But hopefully yeah, it will be good. That's it looks awesome to me. Like me and all my friends are going to be there day one. We might all be Are you going to
0: wear your jacket?
1: Hell yes. I wear that jacket everywhere now. I'm just looking at it hanging up in my thing. I, I get comments like I only had it for a week and like every time I wear it out I get comments from people like, "Oh, that's Wonder Woman." And half the time I I have um I have her boots. Oh, you do. Sweet, sweet. So I
2: do. Red and white, the red and white boots. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, I'll half
1: the <laughs> half the time I don't even wear the jacket zipped up, which means the logo is sort of split in the center, but people still recognize it as being Wonder Woman. Sure. which is pretty cool. Um, I
0: couldn't pull off the boots so I don't have them <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: one more not game related thing I'm going to do and everybody can roll their eyes at me Stephen you can roll your eyes at me if you wanted but um
0: oh actually- we gonna talk about Game of Thrones <laughs>
1: ooh, ooh, no, actually let's I talk could- about
0: Game of Thrones
1: <laughs> I could actually roll my eyes at this story too so that the story quote unquote is that George Martin has said that the the sixth gate, the sixth book, uh, entitled "The Winds of Winter," could very well come out this year. But he said bullshit. the same thing last year too. So.
0: Yeah, bullshit. He um, doesn't know. I am at no. That
1: point. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he doesn't
0: know. Bullshit. I don't even... Well, I know someone who's
2: idea. in the publishing process, I tell you, there's not a lot you control, other than the complete well, of your right, manuscript. Yeah. He, he might control has, more, because...
0: He probably has more control yeah. than you or I.
2: But there, yeah. there is there is a lot that's not in your control, in terms of, like, what happens to get a book out. Yeah. But, but yeah. you know, saying, oh, it, you know, it'll be out this year, I think, you know, if like... He- I
0: think... If he Yay, finishes, for, if he I feel great his, about
2: your conviction. <laughs> if,
0: yeah. he, if he hands it off to the publisher tomorrow, it'll come out this year. But
2: Right. Yeah. But you know, short of, you know, in the next couple of weeks, like the end of January, if he doesn't have it in by the end of January. And he would probably be a little bit more confident. Yes, yes. Yeah. About it coming out this year if he was close enough to his manuscript yeah. being done this month. Yeah. He's like,
1: Yeah, yeah, I I've made some progress Mommy. which is better than last year or something like that.
0: Um here's the here's the real question. Yeah. What comes first, Regina? And I don't know if you even know this book, uh Nicole. What's coming first, book 6 or book 3 of the King Killer Chronicles? Which comes first mm-hmm. in the dead in the heat? That
1: is a good question. I don't even know which way I would fall down on that.
2: Wow. I I think it's I I I I put my my money on Rothkiss, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Rothkiss. I'm, put, I I'm so. putting my money down on book three because I yeah. think George R.R. R. Martin likes the attention. and I, yeah, I think, think he does, too. I don't think he wants to finish his book. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think he will. He I think he likes
2: it. it, yeah. I think the notoriety of having such an epic story that people are so involved with, I think, is just too heady. It'll be something that, you know, will come out after he's gone. People will find his papers, whoever's in charge of his estate. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like
0: Robert yeah. Jordan never the, got to finish The, Sam- the Wheel It'll of be
2: Time. It'll be the and we the Samarillian, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah, I agree with you. The collected, unpublished works. Yeah, I, I honestly yeah. don't think um, – I was talking about this with one of my um, friends who's also, like cra- – well, she's not crazy about Game of Thrones, but she's, she puts up with me being crazy about it. She's interested enough for <laughs> us to have discussions about it, and she was asking me, she's like, do you think he'll ever finish them? And I said, no, honestly, I don't. I think, you know, there's there's two more seasons of the show left. They have announced that it's going to be, it's done after the eighth season, which is great that they have their fricking end of their story. So many TV things don't do that. Um, But yeah. And then every, like if he went, if if George R. R. Martin went back and wrote the books now taking like a different narrative path, which it would be at least a little different unless he like just backpedaled on a lot of stuff he's already written like how would that would be a ton of pressure like how would that actually be received after we've gotten this one ending from the television show which i predict would be better than anything that he's going to come up with because i have thought this show has been better since even season four so we've got season four five and six all those seasons i thought were better than the books so Yeah. I stopped reading. I was
2: trying to read them. I was trying to read concurrently with watching. Mm -hmm. And my brain just (laughs) couldn't handle it. (laughs) Like, I could not handle it because I couldn't, like, piece together what was happening in the books and what was happening in the shows because they were so out of order and so much. So I made it through, I think, the second book and into the third and just stopped because I was like, I'm just going to watch the show and let that be my... yeah my canon for it Well, they're
1: really meaty books too there's lots of description Mm, lots of yeah Yeah. because I went back through after um after season six got started I was like oh you know what it's been a long I only read them I had only read them once like maybe I'll read them again just to see like there was a major plot point spoilers that happened in the tv show that People were like, that was obvious in the book. So I was like, what? I don't... So I had to go back and read it and be like, oh, okay, yeah, it was obvious. I just missed this the first time through. But I didn't even get through the first – I couldn't even get through the first book. It was just too – and I don't know if it's because I knew the story, so I wasn't that interested. But it's also – it's just – it's really meaty, really wordy. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's
2: running – I bought I bought a pack. I think it was four four books in one on my Kindle. Right, 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 yeah. In one, you know, one piece. Yeah and i i never realized exactly how much i relied on that little bar at the bottom of my kindle that tells you how far you're through the book oh, right. so like i'm through like the first book and i'm 3% of the way yes, through yes yes yeah and i was like i can't handle it like i'm not getting enough you know right. yeah <laughs> confirmation that i'm actually moving through this yeah. story
1: yeah i have a nook i don't think that they i don't think that they do that but i bought the same the same product the first four books bundled yeah. into one and yeah. um, I opened it up on my Nook, and like you know, this it gives you the page count. It was like one thousand right. five hundred. So I'm like, yeah. wow, it was, like insane. Yeah. So it yeah. was
0: basically Stephen King's The Stand, is what you're saying? Yes,
1: yeah. yes, yes, yes. Also, <laughs> but a great like book. three of them. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, and I love them. The first time through, I I they kind of lost they lost me in book four. Book four was kind of boring. Um, And I wanted to read them again because I thought maybe if I go back and read them now, book four wouldn't be so boring. And I possibly would not have pretty much forgotten everything that happened in book five, which is the case. Um, but anyhow, so I think I mentioned last week production photo leaks. If you want the spoiler stuff, like I love, go look for those production (laughs) photos. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, All right, so uh, we had a question. We had a question on Twitter this week, which was uh, pretty cool. Yay! And the question is, for you, Stephen, the question is, are Stephen's kids enjoying the NES Classic? And if so, what games are they playing the most on there?
0: So, um, three children. My youngest is aware that it exists, but she doesn't like it. (laughs) <laughs> um, cause it, cause she's four, uh, but yeah. I'm sure he was they weren't really asking about her. Um, right. so the boys, um, they are, my oldest is into it because he is, um, he's trying, he wants to be a game designer. Um, and so he is using it as like a, he, like this is his window into the past. So he has really been like, every time he plays it, he's playing a different game. Um, and he's really been kind of rotating through and not really dedicating his time to any one specific game because um, it's just been, you know, um, it's still a novelty for them. And to yeah. be fair, some of that novelty um, has, number one, worn off, um, and the other piece is that they Santa brought them a PlayStation 4, so it kind of has competed because, you know, they've been playing that stuff. Um, but he has been rotating around a lot. He is a huge Legend of Zelda mark. Um, and so if I were to guess the game that he will sit down and beat first, it will be The Legend of Zelda um, mm-hmm. because he's, you know, but he uh, he hasn't really spent a lot of time with it um, because he's just been bouncing around playing other stuff and really just kind of learning what old games were like. And he's learning that old games were very hard. <laughs> right,
1: Yeah yes all right um so jason levy asked us that question thanks for your question jason he is on twitter at jabba 128 so i assume he's a star wars fan too um
0: one would presume <laughs> yes
1: um all right then well let's move into what we're playing i'm gonna go ahead and start because there's not a lot and that is stardew valley i've just been going back and farming in stardew valley it's like the only thing i've been playing like
2: oh Harson! now i've seen you <laughs> I've seen you on Plants vs Zombies Heroes. No, I saw that's you a couple not times. me.
1: That is my daughter. <laughs>
2: oh. oh, she! I was so excited. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> we can talk about it. <laughs> no,
1: no, that's Anna. She loves that game, uh, and she's actually mm-hmm. she's actually sort of learning it. Like when she first started playing, it, I'm like, eh, what she, you know, what she gonna know? Like she'll yeah. just play guys because right. they look cool. But she started. She's right. starting to learn. She needs to to put someone in the lane if the if the opponent has someone else in that lane. And starting to right. figure out, um, you know, how much the cards cost and how to sort of, you know, cool. keep, keep the, the Good. lower cost ones in her hand to start off with. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. So that's me. Uh, nice. that's her. That's, that. that's not me yeah. ever. Cool. That's <laughs> <Sorry>. awesome. <laughs> so I know then that you've been playing that Regina. So yes. have, you been, <laughs> have you been playing anything
2: else? I've been, I'm continuing on my telltale backlog. Um, I'm still playing the wolf among us, um, Couple of hard scenes. Like I, I, don't know if I've mentioned this on this show. I talked about it on my other show, but um, I have a harder time with violence now that I'm a mom um, than I did before. <laughs> that game's gonna be rough but...
0: for you. <laughs> that game's it gonna is be rough <laughs> for you. <laughs> a couple of
2: times. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually had a couple of times where I've been like, okay. And we had a scene where I don't. I it's old enough, so I'm not going to worry too much about spoilers. So. You know, there was a scene where the first chapter ends and Snow White's head, oh, right, right. D- dismembered head, is on left on the stairs. And I was like, okay, the main <laughs> character just died. I didn't know I was in a Joss Whedon special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was just literally my first thought. I was like, Joss didn't write this. What are we doing? <laughs> um yeah. So, but it is, I love, I'm loving the game style. I haven't died too many times. That's been kind of nice. Um, but um, I'm enjoying the, like, the choice and watching the, like, evolution. I have I have a couple of saves now where I've followed one path and followed the other to see the kind of difference between them. So,
1: yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Steven?
0: So, there is one piece of news that I neglected to mention. Okay. Um, and that is, um, and I'll throw it out there real quick. Cause it's kind of interesting, uh, tangentially related to a game that I've been playing a little bit and that is smite. I've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, this oh, past yeah. week was, sweet. this past week was, uh, the high res expo which is um, basically their version of BlizzCon, only way smaller. Um, and it hosted the Smite World Championships. Whatever, if you like Smite, you probably were watching it. Um, most notably, they announced a new god and new pantheon to Smite, which is the Celtic mm-hmm. Pantheon, which is actually kind of interesting because there's a lot of cool design space. The first character they added into is the Morrigan, um, who is the, the Changeling. Um, and what's interesting is her ultimate is the unique in that she can turn into any god that's in the match for 25 seconds. So you're like, hey, check out that crazy guardian guy. I'm going to turn into him and use all his powers on him, which is kind of neat. They also announced basically Clash Royale with Smite characters. It's legit Clash Royale. So you remember Clash of Clans? They made Clash Royale. They made yes, that. Yes. They're making that with Smite characters. And thus, I'm I'm doomed. Because I, they're like little chibi. (laughs) It's like little chibi Smite gods. They made little chibis out of them all, Um, and I want little Uh, figures of all the chibi Smite gods because it's hilarious, Um, and yeah, I'm gonna have to play it, like a lot. Um, uh, But it looks real cool. It looks. I mean, it looks. It looks like Clash Royale, only it's with a theme that I'm actually down with. And mm. the only thing that gives me hope is that like I kind of understand and appreciate the the way that high-res does the free-to-play model, so I think it actually has a chance to be not completely predatory. Mm. Um, so I'm okay with that. Um, so that's the news. I forgot to mention that. Um, it's kind of neat. Um, so what I have been playing, I uh, played The Last Guardian.
1: Oh. Hmm. And um, cool. there
0: is a, there will be a review up on EngageFamilyGaming.com, including my opinions of the game tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know this because I already wrote it published it, and scheduled it, because WordPress yes. lets me do that magic. I um, love it. So, um, I'm gonna be real with you. I thought it was a beautiful game. I thought it was an entertaining game, but God, I hate that stupid bird dog. <laughs> <laughs> stupid bird dog. Um, so, here's the thing, right? Like, they legit made a cat that's a dog and a bird all at the same time. <laughs> the problem is, I don't like cats. <laughs> um, And it acted like a cat.
1: Oh, it didn't do and what so you wanted to do. So, I'd be like, do.
0: So I was like, hey, bro, check it out. We're trying to escape these ruins. This is like my entire gaming experience. All right, bro, listen. We're trying to get out of these ruins. We're running out of these snack barrels for you, and Lord knows you don't let me eat them. So we need to leave. I'm a nine-year-old barefoot boy. You're a giant griffin dog. We can work together here, but you got to live with me. Okay, so let's do this. And so I'd be like, let's jump up there. And he'd be like, just looking at me like, hey, what's up? (laughs) It was the most well, it was the most beautifully animated and programmed animal in the history of video games. He acted like a legit animal. He moved like an animal. He had an attitude like an animal. He, and the problem is he had an (laughs) attitude like an animal. And like, if I was like, hey, let's go solve this puzzle over here. And he was like, nah, bro, there's a pool over here. I need to take a bath. And I'm like, but you son of a, come on, help me solve this puzzle. And so, and there were instances where I was like, okay, I got to, this has got to be where we got to go. Even though the game doesn't tell you where you got to go. This is all immersion, right? So they don't tell you where to go. So I would like think, oh, I got to go over here only to wait 10 minutes. Never that long, but like two or three minutes for Trico to decide that he was going to cooperate only to find out that, no, that's not where you go. So I lost (laughs) a lot of time to that. Um, I think that this is. If you like puzzle games, this is absolutely a very chill, cool puzzle game. I think it's required playing for puzzle fans. Um, I, I think I, I, I don't think that they, this company needs, this particular studio needs to make any more games.
1: I don't think, I think they will. I
0: think probably not. Um, but I think they should. If they, if they have plans, I think they should stop. <laughs> um and go about their way um if
2: you're doing things just don't
0: <laughs> um yeah just go go find the other stuff japan uh, i'm sure sony has other first party studios in japan you can go work for just go about your business um because at this point it was art it, i mean it was art yeah right but like at this point like those guys have their heads so far up their own asses right like and i mean that with respect um, in an endearing way. In an endearing way. Like, <laughs> come on, guys. It's just, you know. I mean, I-, I was entertained, and I do think if you're a puzzle game fan, it's required, but, I, I mean, that's it. Really? really? I'm a puzzle
1: know. game fan. I don't think I'm going to play it.
0: But I knew you weren't going to play it because you don't, like, everything I say you should play, you don't. It's almost like a re- <laughs> It's almost like that's just how it works. I asked you to watch an hour of the opening of Final Fantasy, and you refused. So, um, you're like... You're like a rebel with a cause. Your cause is specifically not playing games Steven Dutzman recommends. That's like your thing. She's
2: anti She's anti you. Pretty
0: much. Pretty much. It's fine. Um She I mean, it's it's fine. I'm used to it by now. I mean she and I have known each other for almost a year. Um I got about a year worth of uh, it's been about a year since I found out that you actually exist. Because you stopped sending your minions to interact with me, and you actually decided to interact with me on your own.
1: I actually sent you an email like the first week I worked at Pixelkin, being like, I don't know that hey, you we did should that. still it... cross-post something." And you're just like, "Yeah, that'd be great." And then I never heard from you again. <laughs> I was pretty. Sure, I was actually
0: pretty convinced that. Uh, I was pretty convinced that Simone wrote that. Um, so, oh really? <laughs> not really. Just...
1: <laughs> I did not make. I did not make Simone write my emails for me just for the record.
0: I don't know. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I mean, shoot. You get. You were. You were. I mean, that would have been management. But anyway, um, I <laughs> am. I am used to uh, Nicole not taking my recommendations, and it's okay. It doesn't bother me too much. I mean, it hurts a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, but not like a lot.
2: Okay. <laughs> Well, these Telltale games that I'm going back through are all gifts I got from, like, a very dear friend of mine, like, three years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm finally going through them. So, not only is it, like, insult to injury that I never, like, that he gifted me all this stuff, not only did I not take his recommendations, he provided the games to me and I didn't get around to them. Wow. So, yeah. I think, you know, yeah, in terms of <laughs> adding insult to injury, that's probably the worst case I have, so I'm glad. Yeah. See, David, I finally got around to it. Yay. <laughs>
1: nice, nice, nice. Um, okay, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this, for this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send us an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us on Twitter at GamingWithMoms. Each way is equally um, good to contact us. The main place that we are is on Block Talk Radio. Uh, all of our episodes are there. You can follow us on there. Um, so go do that. Uh, as mentioned before, Regina is from the Geek Embassy, and she's authoring the forthcoming book Mothering the Game. Regina, what else should we know about you?
2: Uh, I've got some great writers working for the Geek Embassy. Um, Ambassador Rhonda right now is writing a series of tech-oriented uh, articles about how to efficiently use your browser for your um, You know, your computer. That's cool. So she's got tons of great content and information about how to use that. That's a new series. I'm still working on good words, our how to write well. Um video series I'm doing with Evan Graham. And as always, uh please pre-order my book, Mothering the Game, available on Inkshares. Nice.
0: Nice. (laughs) I already did. I did what I did. I followed those orders. (laughs) I followed those orders a long time ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steven, um, as noted, or if you listen to us already know, is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming, which is a website about family games. They're on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else. And Steven, what's what's the one thing you want to talk about
0: today? The one? She's giving me a time limit. That's a subtle time limit, Regina. Isn't, you like <laughs> yeah. how she did that? So, um, no, it really, it's the community. Just go to engagefamilygaming.com slash community. Join in on the fun. Um, you know, all of our articles get posted there, and you know that's where a bunch of grown-ups get to talk about games that we share an interest in, and parenting, and all sorts of cool stuff like that. It's uh, it's been an it's been an interesting adventure running this little website of mine. <laughs> it's growing up. We're growing up. It's a, it's yeah. you know, we're entering our third year.
1: Wow, that's pretty. Actually, great. it's
0: yeah. it's. I think it might even be longer than that. Uh, it's uh, no. uh, Yeah, a little bit longer. It's crazy. I'm learning a lot, and I'm like
1: cool cool all right so that wraps it up thanks so much for listening and we will be back with you next week bye